Oh, it's so good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. When you ask, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can catch us at WPRK 91.5 FN, the best in basement radio. Basement. Basement. This is episode number 96. I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John. And you heard him over there whispering. He is my co-host for today, and it is Tom the Elderberry. Good day, John. Good day. How are you doing? I'm busy putting some grace in my face. Yes, grace in your face. Yes. Who's grace? I don't know her. Miss Jones. <laughs> yes. That's the only grace I care about. Actually, yeah, that's yeah. the only grace I care about. <laughs> I was thinking, do I know another grace? Well, no. Grace Kelly, but she's dead. True, so we don't have to care about her And then Topher Grace, but that's completely different totally different last names don't count <laughs> so you're doing great i'm all right How it's are been you? a couple weeks i'm much better than i was last week last tuesday i wasn't able to make it in old man problems my back it's so weird how my neck my back yeah it's so weird how you can just cough or sneeze and you're <laughs> throwing your back with. out and over that's what it with. was it was a coughing fit i was using my medicine mm. My green medicine, mm -hmm. and I just went into this coffin fit. Next thing I know, my back was like poop. It just, just. I love me some good up. jazz cabbage. Yeah, jazz cabbage is just nice. It just seized right up on me. I was like, oh my gosh, no. I know. And nothing helps. I know. Not when you're there. No, nothing helps at all. Just lay flat. And they, I saw a commercial that they talk about um, Advil supposed to be work. I'm like, no, Advil doesn't work that well for it. Aleve helps. Aleve used to, but we can't take it. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, well. So it's just crazy. Suffer, Suffer sister. Yeah, that's what I did. That and laid in a nice hot bath to just get relaxed and okay, chilled Judy. out. With yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Sorry Whitney. out there. I didn't Whitney or Bobby. Yet. Okay, or Bobby Christina. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Whitney or Bobby Christina. Uh, That'd have been tragic. <laughs> or I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> yes, honey. So, what two things do you bring to us this week? This week, I well, it's the past few weeks, and the first, well, the first thing really has to do with my back, but it has nothing to do with my back, I should say. But stay hydrated. Seriously. It is so hot. It says stay hydrated. It is so hot outside. Just when you think, you know, I, I learned this little thing that that um that helps. That if you take your knuckle and you pinch your knuckle, if it, depending on if it goes down or not, that tells you if you need more water. Yeah. So when you pinch it, what you pinch, if it goes down, then you're okay if it goes right back to it. But if it stays pinched, then you need more water. It means you're pruning. Yeah. Or California raisining. California raisining, like you do in the pool. Do, do, yeah. So, so the first thing is to stay hydrated. It's so important. And it's good for your skin. And the second thing. And your kidneys. The second thing is another thing to do on the road. Drivers. Where do we learn that you turn right from a left turning lane or you turn left from a right turning lane? New York lane? City, San Francisco. Where do we learn this stuff? I actually was almost in an accident. I'm flabbergasted by it. 
because somebody just all of a sudden decided to do I was, I was almost in two accidents this past week and one was that the other one which really really was stupid for the guy to do was we were at a four-way stop and he went around the car at the, his stop at the, his side of the four-way stop and there were cars at every one of them I was one he went around the car in front of him at the stop sign and just zipped right on through I was like, that is the stupidest thing i ever seen. Who's teaching these people how to drive? Nobody. Mario Kart, obviously. Yeah, obviously. I mean, come on. I mean, at a four-way stop, he goes around. He doesn't stop and goes right through. This girl turned on the 436, mm -hmm. and she went across four lanes of traffic to get in the left turn lane to go to a like uh, convenience store. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, you shot four lanes Four lanes, just the, kids just, in the car, dog in the car. Yeah, like <sighs> it makes me wonder where do these people? We should have driving tests, like seriously, uh, more often, like than every we day. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day. Because <laughs> some of these people, if you move here and you're gonna get a license here, you should have to do the driving test. Right. You should have to because we have a whole different set of driving laws. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of people. There was a lady on the way here. She mm -hmm. was going 20 miles an hour down this road. Oh, my gosh. I and then she one. merged onto a Loma, mm -hmm. and she's going 20 miles an hour. And I'm like, you're endangering people at that point. Yes, I had that happen to me today, too, on the way here. Somebody's just going so slow, and then they turn their turn signal on, and you're like, when are you going Three to turn? Three miles before they're going to turn. Yes, it was. I was like, when are you going to turn? They turned at Fairbanks, and they turned the blinker on at Mills. Yes, yes. I'm like, no, I can't no, do with that. No. What about yours? What two things have you taken from the past week or two? Well, my first one is metaphorically, don't count your chickens before they don't lay eggs. Right. Right. And the second one is when you're waist deep in poo, just wash it off and move on. Yeah, that's all you can do. It's all you can do. Because life is always going to throw poo at you. Yesterday was my total poo day. Yeah. I was up to my nipples in poo. And it's, it's, it's cliche to say it, but you have to get that mindset of, okay, it's only a day. It is only a day. It's only a day. Tomorrow will maybe be different, maybe less poo, maybe, you know, but. At least it's not going to have the same poo on you. And that's right. the whole point of it. Right. Let it go. Right. That's good. That's a good one. The first one, do you want to care to elaborate on? No. Okay. <laughs> but if a chicken's dead, you can cook it <laughs> yeah. with some jazz cabbage. Put some Cezanne on it. Yes. <laughs> or some adobo. Mm, adobo a nice on chicken is really good. Adobo. I love adobo. Yeah. I've got a big, they, and you use adobo on everything <laughs> when you're in my house because we have one of those big adobo packages. Right. So it's like the big cartons part of it. So it's like, yeah, you have to use it on everything so your seasoning don't go bad. Yeah, seriously. So it doesn't cake up. You don't want no weevils in your oats. Exactly. Shout out to my Mississippi <laughs> sissy friend, Todd. Hey, girl. Yes. She has and weevils. Weevils. He does. He has weevils. Oh, my gosh. In what? His oats? His oats. Uh-huh. <laughs> it happens. You got to take, you got to eat them real quick. Uh, I guess so, girl. I've never had no weevils. I've had weevils before in, in cereal. I When I was going to audition for... Going where I was gonna go to high school. Uh -huh. I went to Bishop Moore. Uh huh. And there was a lady and her name was Mrs. Wobble. Uh 
And at the time, there was that Weeble wobble, but they don't fall down. I said that to her. (laughs) Weeble wobble, but they don't fall down. (laughs) Yes. And she's like, get out of my class. (laughs) It was easier to pick Lyman at that point. My sister had weeble wobbles. That's how I knew exactly what you're talking about. She had the tree house where everything. One of the kids dared me to say it, and I just said it. Uh And she was like, oh, no, you did not. We did stuff like that in school. My um, my drama teacher one night, one one night, one morning, we took apart all the screws in his desk. So when he sat down at the <laughs> desk and then he put his elbow on it, it, it just, all just collapsed. It all collapsed. He was so mad. He's like, "Who did this? Who did?" It was the, it was the most fun class I ever had. But we also did stuff. He was mad. <laughs> One time for an April Fool's, I put salt in the sugar dish, and my dad had friends over for coffee, and he was absolutely not having it. <laughs> it's April 1st, though. You should expect it. Um, no. I think yeah, I think it's expected if it's April 1st. <laughs> so going into local stuff, there's really local, just the same old, same old going on. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated when you go out. Um, we're going to get into monkeypox later, but be careful of monkeypox. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah. On your calendar, on September the 16th at the Orlando Repertory Theater yes. in Lock Haven Park will be Doug Basir's memorial. Yes. The time is to be determined, but we will let you know. Yes. And then if you're kind of hungry, thirsty after 5 o'clock on Thursday... Brendan Bunting O'Connor is hosting his new Restaurants on the Radio TV show. Oh, really? And they're going to have food trucks and drink trucks and more. Where is that at? 26 North Orange Blossom Trail. Okay. Wait. Yeah, exactly. That's outside the awful moon. No, the other way. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It's a bar that just opened up there called Deadwood Brewing. Okay. It's at 5 o'clock, so it's going to be relatively easy to get in and out. Right. As well as other things. And but that would be... I think o- it would be fun. OBTN Central. Uh, it's five. between Central and Washington. Yeah, because Central starts, starts yep. zero. Yep. So, yeah. Wow. I think it's the old... Remember Al's Army-Navy? Yes. I think it's there. You know what? I think so. I think it's there. Right by the 7-Eleven. And Al's used to be a place called Chastine's in the 60s. It was a restaurant with oh, a really? tower in front of it that WDBO broadcasted from. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's the history of that property. I know. Very interesting. Your boring gay history. Then, of course, we also have our friend Greg Metz with uh, every other Tuesday at Savoy. He has comedy nights. I'd seen that for the next comedy night that they're going to have. It's an all-male cast, I noticed. Usually it's mixed up, but I saw this one's an all-male cast. Um, And that's at Savoy. And, of course, there's Twisted Tuesdays at Southern Nights. And there's also... Um, Boots at Saddle Up on Wednesdays. Boots at Saddle Up on Wednesdays. Go see Adrian. And And Miss Darnell was at Savoy over the weekend. Darcel, yes. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Darnell. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> no, it was Darcel there. Darnell probably would go there too, though, in his off time. Right. But yes, that was actually, she had mentioned that that was her first time at Savoy. He did Sam Smith as the first song. It was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I love Sam Smith. Me too. My, one of my favorite non binary people. But, um, and then there's 
there's also uh, District Dive, where Sundays, it's gotten to be known as Daddy Hour. That's at 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. on Sunday. Daddies and cigars. Yes. Outside. Yeah, outside, yeah. And on Saturdays. And the new patio is open. Yes, the new patio is open. And on Saturdays, they're doing drag shows out there. Axel has the Saturday explosion happening. And on Friday, Taylor's starting the uh, the karaoke back this week. Oh, he is? So I think that starts at four, but I might be, it might be five. Yeah, I think it's four. Right. But it's in that outside courtyard area they made. Oh, well, good. I very smart. Was... Very smart the way they did that. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen it? No, cute. I haven't been there yet. Really cute. They just very smart. redid it and opened, they just opened, opened it up the because show bar. Bria was working on it. Yeah, they opened the show bar, that wall up, and they put a bar in the middle. That's, yeah. So they, there's more fluidity. Yes. We shall say. Yes. Yeah, which is, that's a very smart move to do. Absolutely. Because the patio itself, before opening that up, was kind of small. <laughs> yeah. And got crowded very fast. So to open that up even more is better. Yeah, it just closes off the dance floor, closes off that part of the bar. And it yep. can, there's certain people, like in high school, where you would hang out. Yeah. And people will hang out where they want to hang out, by the DJ booth, by the the other kind of private hideaway or the bar. And don't, do they have a DJ for outside too now? Um, I don't know that. I think the music is going to be the karaoke. I think, karaoke. It, I think it, at times there is a DJ that comes through the whole thing. Right. That's, oh, okay. Well, that's It's nice to have that as a little complex. But it's good. Yeah. Yeah, which is always what I always thought it should be anyway. Back whenever, you, what, back whenever where District Dive is used to be an old um, father and son's. Aaron's antique. Fine Furniture. It was originally yes. a good antique store, and then it was uh, Aaron's Fine Furniture. Yes, yeah. And then it was a gym. Then it went to a gym. And, and then it went closed. And then, that's, and then that's whenever they said, okay, grab it up. And Lizzie McCormick's is closing. Really? Downtown, September yeah. 22nd is the last day. They bought places. a place over at Mills 50. Did you see there was a shooting that, over the weekend? A shooting? Like seven? Downtown, it sh they, seven people were injured. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. What's going to happen with certain bars that open up down there? Um, with the, the way of the climate is against us right now, I would not be going to a gay bar downtown. I just can't believe that, you know, it's like when I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's like right there on cent or not central on um, Wall Street in Orange. That whole this weekend showed what that whole area has turned into on Saturday night. On night. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm 100 percent in support of them enforcing the weapon policy. If you have a concealed carry, you can bring it in. Yeah. But they need to know who has guns. But they, right, right. Well, they were talking, I saw on the news today, they were talking about doing, um, having wands and mm -hmm. stuff to be able to. And I think they should. Not every bar does that. Um, I know the beach, um, when you go in there, you know, when you're standing in line, they wand you. I know. I don't want to go to the Wild West to hang out and on social, Saturday night. The social, they do it at too. And I know how people are when you're a little bit tipsy. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to negotiate my gay self right. through all of that. Right. right. Not drunk. Well, talking about stuff going against us. So, one of our out senators, Tammy Baldwin, she confronted Marco Rubio over him Hello. calling the same-sex marriage vote stupid. Basically, 
Marco Rubio, um, our Republican senator from Florida, he said he he commented with it with in here in distance of Baldwin. He said that of um, that a, a bill to protect same sex marriage was a stupid waste of time. Yeah, the same guy that went to his gay son's wedding three days before and then voted against it. Mm-hmm. She said that whenever he said that too, when she heard him, that they then they got in the elevator together, and she explained to him how his remark was wrong. But she said you probably would have wanted to love to be on the elevator to see the exchange. She said she said that the recent Supreme Court decision eroded a constitutional right of privacy, and there's a whole bunch of cases that have been decided based on constitutional right to privacy that are. Jeopardy, and he disagreed with that. And um, he, she said, "Anyways, I'll be talking some more." So he refused to discuss, or she refused to discuss what his response was. But she said that um, she was counting votes for when the bill eventually lands on the central Senate floor. She thinks that ten Republicans will possibly join. Uh, the Democrats, because the House of Representatives did approve a Respect for Marriage Act, which provides statutory protections for same-sex and interracial marriages, and that was a 267 to 157 vote. Therefore, 447 Republicans joined all 220 Democrats. Well, we'll see when it gets to the Senate. Yeah. And just remember, right now, your rights are up for a vote. Right, because the Senate is has to be to get past the filibuster. They need ten to go th- to cut to vote. Unless they drop the bomb and nuke it all and do everything, which I think they should do. Right, right, yeah. Now, according to Rubio and some other Republicans, they argue that the Respect for Marriage Act is unnecessary because they perceive that there is no threat to same-sex marriage. Ha uh-huh. My answer to that is how, how how much of a threat do you need that Judge Clarence Thomas mentions it in, in his, his opinion exactly. exactly how Girl. you know right there tells you oh no <laughs> it's it's already spelled out yeah the only one he missed was Loving versus Virginia of 1967 because that deals with interracial marriage and he is an inter- he is in an interracial and marriage. so is Mitch McConnell yeah. Kind of hypocritical, but that's just me. Very, very. That would be nice if Mitch McConnell was one of the ten. What would Grace Jones say right now? I don't know. What would we, she we'd say? We'd have to bleep it. Yeah. <laughs> she would say, I'm not perfect. <laughs> but I'm perfect for Thank you. you. <laughs> right on time. And speaking of Washington and bills and stuff like that going through, there's a new book out by James Kirchick, and his new book tells of the queer history of Washington through a white gay lens. Oh, yay. It is called, the name of the book is Secret City, The Hidden History of Gay Washington. Secret City. Reading the article, I want to read this book because it was very surprising. Have you been to Washington? No. It's really interesting. I've driven through Washington on my way to Pittsburgh, but I've never stopped there. I'm so blessed that we had Doug Bowser as a tour guide, and he took us through the whole city, and we got to see it because he he grew up there. Right. From his perspective, and it was mind-blowing. I'm sure. Mind-blowing. I'm sure. So, yeah, what's the name of the book again? The name of the book is Secret City, The Hidden History of Gay Washington. Nice. And... 
it's it, it's some of the things it talks about is on September 22nd, 1975, President Gerald Ford attended the World Affairs Council in San Francisco's St. Francis Hotel, and as he was leaving, Sarah Jane Moore pulled a 38 oh, revolver my. and shot at him. I remember he was shot at, yeah. So she missed, but the reason she missed was because of former Marine Corps veteran Oliver Billy Sipple, who was a San Francisco native, and he happened to be in the crowd and thwarted the assassination. But what is overlooked in that little historical bit is that Oliver Billy Sipple was a gay patriot. So it was a gay man who saved the president's life. Yay. And uh, this is also a little bit of your gay history. 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 But yeah, yeah, that's neat to know that it was a gay man that saved President Gerald Ford's life from being assassinated. President Richard Nixon was sometimes perceived as being gay because of his funny or uncoordinated way that he moves. And that was according to staffers close to him. So, um, um, Oh, I'm trying to look at where that was about that part of it. Oh, girl. Yeah, so Nixon had just a lot um, a lot of gays also around him and stuff. Ronald Reagan and his advisors, they were concerned that the public might regard him as gay because he had his Hollywood career. Also, on the eve of the 1980 Republican National Convention, he was embroiled in a scandal which inferred that Reagan was being controlled by a right-wing gay network, manipulated him like a Manchurian candidate. So there is no evidence to support any of those claims, but his administration employed more gay individuals than any other in previous history. Until we got to Bill Clinton. Ronald Reagan employed more gay individuals than any other in previous history. It's just they were all closeted because it wasn't out. People weren't, did not come out until Bill Clinton. Oh, yesterday was the anniversary, speaking of your gay history, when the Mattachine Society met in New York City. Yes. And did their first thing in 1961. That we've talked about many times that you can find at www.homohappyhour.com. Right. And yes, then in Bill we've Clinton, talked about them a few different times. Just remember that in 1995, for the very first time, Bill Clinton said the United States government does not discriminate on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or sexual orientation. Right. For the very first time. Right. And now we're up for a vote again. 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 Here we go again. Yeah. Yeah, because in 1995, Bill Clinton lifted the ban on gay people receiving security clearances. Right. In, in the, it was the don't ask, don't Washington, tell, all of it. All part of that, yeah. So because of that, people were able to come out more and gay history was being made after Clinton than because of that. And now 30 years later, we have to go back in the closet. Before that, many people, many gay and lesbian individuals had a dual life, and they were being secret about it. Yep. The fear was that gay people that were in any kind of a position in Washington were more susceptible susceptible to blackmail. They were able to be blackmailed because they were in the closet. So... There was never any evidence that anything happened here in the United States with people being there. But they did, um, 
It was a, a blanket period that they were just using. What they, they a defense department did a study in the early 90s. There was over 100 American espionage stories that were analyzed. Of the six who were gay, not one did it for blackmail. They did it for money. So the blackmail was just a, you know. Straight dudes are so horny, though. Right. 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 So yeah, Reagan Reagan being being in Hollywood because he was in Hollywood, he was he was surrounded by many gay people. And All, yet and yet right, and yet he turned his and blind yet. eye to AIDS whenever it was coming up. And yet. Right. It wasn't homophobic because he had many gay friends, you know. They said that the way it's described, the way that he described it in the book is that it's similar to, um, oh, Nancy. That she came in the mail yesterday. Oh, wow. A Nancy Reagan stamp. Mm, with the black mark through her. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. There's a black mark through her. <laughs> but uh, like with Ronald Reagan with the gays, it was like Richard Nixon. He had horrible views about Jewish people and black people, but he also had Jewish and black people that he had on his yeah, because they're part of America. Exactly, because they have to be, actually. So, yeah, Clinton's was a lot. The Civil Service Commission lifted the ban on gay people working in the Civil Service in 1975. And then Clinton also came out with the Don't Ask, Don't Tell and the um, Defense of Marriage Act. Which were built upon when <clears throat> Edie Windsor finally got her lawsuit through. Yes. Yeah, and now we're having to deal with Don't Say Gay. Exhausting. Many of the don't say gays bills. Matter of fact, I had a. Just in our state alone, what Rhonda is doing is driving me crazy. Yes. Yes. It's like the chaos of 45, but <clears throat> amped up just against us. Yes. But he's. What I don't get about them is that they're very in your face about what they're doing. So and how they're reframing it. They're not even being sneaky about it. You no, know? but they're like reframing Rick Scott, it. Rick Scott, in my opinion, was really sneaky about stuff that he did. You mean when he took the seventy-five million from Medicare? When he when he did that with when, the HCA, with all the stuff he did with the Department of Health um, for the medical marijuana and how he went against the people's vote. He went against the people's vote a couple times on different stuff. Um, but he was sneaky about it. But now these people aren't being sneaky about it. There's already chum in the water. Yeah. It's, I mean, to use a metaphor. No, it's true. And they're all just <laughs> piranha. Barracuda. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh barracuda. <laughs> Shout out to our heart fans. And a little lighter subject. In Ukraine, there is a statue of Catherine the Great, which is in itself an odd thing. But they are wanting to swap out the statue for a new one. They want to send a loud statement to Russia as it's invading Ukraine. And so they want to put a gay porn star. Oh, Lord. Yes. Um, what is his name? Are you going to massacre it? Yeah, because I can't pronounce it. But if you look up gay porn star, uh, his name is Billy or Billy Harrington. 
Okay. So Ukrainian, the president, Zelensky, he's going to be forced to respond to a petition that calls for erecting a statue of a gay porn star to replace the statue of Catherine the Great in Odessa in Ukraine. I don't think that's going to The statue happen. of the Russian monarch was part of a larger monument to the founders of Odessa, first erected in 1900, which depicted Catherine and several of her close advisor and confidants who may have been credited with helping find the Black Sea port city. So this petition with 26,000 signatures gives five reasons why Catherine the Great shouldn't be memorialized in a statue in the city's main square and why adult film star, gay adult film star, Billy Harrington should be. Oh, please tell me what they are. Some of them are lighthearted, like it's fun and funny. And some are saying all students of Odessa universities will be able to drink beer with Billy Harrington after receiving their diploma. And then the figure of Billy Harrington has a great cultural influence on the Internet, and the appearance of such a statue, a monument, will become a very popular tourist attraction. They're not wrong there. Not at all. And then there are some that were more serious pointing out the statue memorializes a former ruler of Russia, which is not only a different country, but it's also the country that's engaged in a war right now against them. And they said it sends a negative message about Russian influence over their culture. Yeah, they've got a big deal going on over there. Yeah, and that's what it is. They, uh, the petition says that one of the more serious reasons is re, uh, renunci- re, renunciation of the infamous Russian heritage, that Odessa is not part of Russian culture but has its own culture and sense of humor. Right. That would be great. You know, we should have taken on that stance for taking down the statues of the uh, Confederates. We should have just like put a up, Harvey Milk and a Sylvester and a Jimmy yeah. Somerville. And also put up some, you know, even some straight porn act- actors. Throw up a John Holmes statue. <laughs> I don't want to go to a park and see Jeff Stryker. I'm sorry. <laughs> And for you old enough be, to know who Jeff Stryker is, you know. I what. think that's hilarious. That it shows a sense of humor. Very much so. That, yeah, it shows that they have a really good sense of humor. <laughs> but now this but this is really might be happening in Ukraine. Oh, right now they're not going to build a statue to a porn star. They're kind of previously <laughs> <Yeah>. busy. <laughs> it might be on the list later on. Or, right. Who knows? Who knows? Ukraine or well, Russia. If you may, find a fundraiser, I'll contribute to it. Russia may even take down, since they're bombing everywhere, they may even take down the statue of uh, Catherine the Great themselves. Oh, no. They'll leave that up. If they, yeah, but they might not know where they're hitting it. Oh, they're pretty precise on what they're hitting. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So, RuPaul, girl. Yes, RuPaul. Congratulations. Congratulations. First of all, spoiler alert, if you have not heard yet, but congratulations, Jinx Monsoon. It is still monsoon season. I have a question. What's that? Remember before it aired and they were on at the thing DragCon? Yes. And she forgot her name? Yes. That was a tell. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. When she's like, what's your name again? What's your name again? But I thought the episode was fabulous. Yes. The lipstick off alone was great. Yes. The They'll never allow Lisa. white nail polish on that show again. Right. Like they used, they got rid of the white out. They'll never allow that again. Right. But that was brilliant. They, the lip syncs were good. I'd seen... 
um, I it was weird because different people were saying, oh no, that Monet should have won the lip sync over Jinx, and also that Evie should have won the lip sync over Jinx. No, I think Jinx has just excelled this whole year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a Bianca Del Rio, that, that just amazing, and, but in a different way. And of course, there's going to be controversy because RuPaul had to say when she was going to announce the winner, she said, taking in the effect of the lip syncs and the season. Right. How you've done the whole season. Right. So I was like, yay. I thought that should be the way it was. I think it's horrible whenever you're doing all this stuff through the season, but it's a lip sync that can send you, well, yeah. send you home, but not there, not this week, this season. But it's a lip sync that could make you. You had to just embody it. Yeah. Like for that moment, you had to be all the way there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was fun watching all of them go there, and they all did really well. Oh, yeah. I have a newfound respect for Trinity. Oh, really? Yeah. I've always had respect for her. I like I did, her. too, but I, I saw her in a different light this season, mm-hmm. the way the editing is. Yeah. But when Monet, Monet was up behind her, like, yes, I was so waiting for her to do it, and she wouldn't do it. I know. But it was funny. Monet's a great entertainer. I thought the Vivian would have done better. Yes. But I also thought his personality was kind of bitchy. That's the Vivian. That's just the way that she is. You know that that's not, ooh, here's some tea. That's her hair. She's lost hair, and as a boy, she wears a hair replacement system. That's okay. Oh, I know. I liked it so much, I bought the company. I just... I I just wondered, it's like, gosh, you can't do a wig reveal then or p- tear your wig off because you might tear your boy hair off too. <laughs> well, you have the cap over it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to rip that stuff out. No, no, because it's not just glued in the front like a lace front wig. It's glued all on your head. I had a friend when I moved back from San Francisco That's in what 2000. Trump needed. Trump needs the one that does that. Uh, That's like a crazy groundhog up. squirrel thing. I don't know what that is going on. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Jinx. Just fabulous. Yes, and just congratulations. I thought it was kind of shady when it was when it was all of a sudden mentioned, okay, this next one is going to be three legendary legend stars. And my thought then was, okay, you're doing this, and I guarantee you that Shay is going to get it. And sure enough, who got it? Shay. It's just like Big Brother throwing all these stupid things in. Speaking of which, oh my gosh, they got rid of Pooch immediately. It's like a car crash. I love how they're taking people out, personally. I, I am all for the leftovers. All of them. I am all for the leftovers. I'm like, this is great. Just watching some of those people's head spin has been so much fun. Uh-huh. Because, because they just think that everyone's out for Taylor, and now Taylor's in with the... with the. Um, I thought they did her bad, though. That's just my opinion. I thought... I, I actually It seemed like a bunch really, of mean girls. Yes, it did. The girly girls or girl girls group was very mean girls when it come to Taylor. Very. And especially Paloma, the first Miss one. Miss Mental Breakdown 2022. Yeah. And then they try to make it seem Daniel saying to... Uh, yelling at... Uh, uh, I don't trust him. Oh, I don't trust him one bit. Mm-mm. 
I don't trust him from the get-go because the first HOH that he was, whenever he said he wanted to get Michael out, the nerd, he wanted to get him out because he says he's a super fan, and I know, and there can only be one super fan. And it's like, okay, you're conniving. Mm. Not in a good big brother conniving way. He's he's really conniving. Yeah. He's a schemer. Yeah. Very much so. You know who's a brilliant schemer? Who? Beyonce. Oh, yes. Her yes. and Lizzo, honey, they are got the jams this summer. They yes, they do. I now what a lot have read a lot of people talking about Beyonce that it's not it's not really the dance dance, um, hard hitting numbers oh, like no. it was. It's really but, banging. Yeah, and you know that there's gonna be remixes and stuff like that that's gonna make them dance tunes. It was saying that they were more I heard people saying that it was more laid back chill. No, it's a club. It is it's club music. Absolutely a club. Well, I'm sure Lizzo's is, but Lizzo's is a bop. But she yeah. has her the Beyonce didn't do any ballads on this one. Oh shit. There's didn't? a slower song, but most it's all house oriented. Well good. Diane Warren said there's so many writers on it. Do you know why there's so many writers? She gave credit to every gay black brown person that led the way for dance music and sampled all their credits and gave it to them. Oh, really? Every one of them. Cool. Grace Jones is on it. Oh. She's on a track called Move, where she's like oh. doing her Jamaican accent. Uh -huh. Make the way, make the way for the queen. Oh, yes. Those remixes are going to rock it. Every, every drag queen's going to be doing Beyonce or Lizzo or both. So for Break My Soul, she released the acapellas, the drum tracks, an instrumental, and the whole thing. Oh, cool. So you can remix it yourself. Right. Right. She just gave you everything to remix it yourself with. Mm-hmm. Put it on YouTube. Make her some money. Uh-huh. Here you go. There's the stems, kids. That's true. So remember, brighter days. That mm -hmm. cashmere or green velvet did yeah. one of the tracks. Skill Skrillex right. did one of the tracks. There's a guy called PC Music that does the whole L.A. house sound. Uh -huh. He did one of the tracks. Oh, well, that's cool. I've never owned a Beyonce CD until last Friday. <laughs> I've never. I Me neither. And the Lizzo one is a total bop. I am so psyched to see her in September. Right, September right. September 24th. Well, Lizzo is. She's Everything she does is. Bubbly and delicious and just self positivity and self-love. Yes, yes. She's she's great. Speaking of self love, <laughs> so um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Natalie Portman, the actress, yeah. has said that Thor: Love and Thunder is so gay. She's like, she's like the cast recently attended a fan screening where Natalie Portman said the film is so gay, and director Taika, oh gosh, Taika Waititi. No, Takai. What a TD. Oh. <laughs> it is, Sister. It is spelled W-A-I-T-I-I-T-I. -I -I. Right. Wait a titty. No. Wait titty. Wait okay. titty. No, you got your way titty. <laughs> and she said it's super gay. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, he's so yummy. 
I haven't seen it yet. Of course, they have the lesbians, you know, the two women kissing, and then um, it should be normalized. Why is it weird is what YTD said. And then Chris Hemsworth is naked. And then Chris, yeah, and then Chris Hemsworth is naked on it. And Russell Crowe is in it. Yes, yes, because Chris Hemsworth is supposed to have a scene, uh, an adult sex scene with uh, Zeus who is played by Russell Crowe, which, to be honest, I mean, that's just the way, that's the way it is in in the mythology. mythology. And so at the end of it, they give birth to Hercules. It's, yes, yes. It's just, it's just mythology, no different than how, um, not, not Thor, not there. It's just no different how others mythology is, you know, that like Loki. Greek and Roman yeah, and Loki Norse. Loki is and bisexual. And that's he's that they two spirit. Yeah, he can yeah. be anything he wants. Yes. Yeah, that's one that's one of the things that they've done on Disney Plus is Loki that they've touched on and in, in When that he series. splits into two people, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what we're catching up on now at my house. Yay! So there is a Texas Texas professor who has come under fire after proposing a cure for homosexuality. A what? And he's also had the bizarre suggestion that doctors try to identify gay babies during prenatal testing. How? The? How are they going to do that? There's yeah. not if there's not a gay gene, how are you going to tell if a baby's gay in the womb? I can't even process that sentence. I know. His name is Professor Timothy Farage. He's under investigation by the University of Texas at Dallas after a tweet that made misleading claims about an alleged link to homosexuality and monkeypox. He's um he wrote, can we at least try to find a cure for homosexuality, especially among men? He insists that he has nothing against homosexuals, but suggested we try to find a cure to change someone's sexual preference. I'm saying, he's quoted as saying, I'm saying, do medical research on the causes for homosexuality. And then he admitted, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. So the Rainbow Coalition at UT Dallas called on the university to take immediate action against him, and he has since deleted the post. And speaking of monkeypox. Yes, that's what I was leading this into. Because monkeypox, oh, it's 444, make a wish. Monkeypox is is pretty prevalent in Florida, especially in central Florida, Orange County, in Central Florida, Orange County has the leading cases of monkeypox. Mm-hmm. It's doubling every two weeks. Yes. It's now over 5,000. Now, people think that monkeypox is a gay disease, just like AIDS. It's starting out where they're calling it a gay disease, but it's not. It's just prevalent. While the current outbreak has been concentrated among gay and bisexual men, the fact that any straight people think they're immune to it based on who has it now, is not right. Because there's a couple kids, there's a couple children in Spain that have it, and they're not, you know... And now they're getting deaths. Yes. I talked to somebody today on the Facebooks that went to Nashville over the weekend, and he came back with both COVID and monkeypox. Oh, my. Yeah. And it's not it's not an STI like it's being made to think that, you know, it's just it's, you know, gotten through sex. It's not an STI. It's not a sexually transmitted infection. It, it can be it's a touch. It's by touch that you get or it. clothing. 
or laying yeah. on somebody's sheets that happens to have it. Yes, you're touching the sheets. Um, but right now, this is causing a whole lot of deja vu, especially yes. people that lived through the early HIV pandemic. Yeah, because we don't have a, a a certain means of transmission. Right, right. It's scary. And San Francisco and California today in total and New York and Illinois have all declared it a public health emergency. I know. We need to. In Florida. We're going to be waiting. I know. I know. We're not, it's, it hasn't even been mentioned out of our governor's mouth. No. At all. But we also have the Surgeon General that was on after the demon sperm lady. So that goes yeah. without saying. That's true. That's true. But monkeypox, it's, it's, you know, we just have to wash our hands more. It comes down to washing and sanitizing your hands a lot more. When you're touching stuff, you don't know who else has touched it. If we've learned anything from COVID, it's, you know. That's the most frustrating thing for me is we've been doing this COVID thing now for two years. Mm -hmm. We should have had this virus locked down. This virus yeah, it shouldn't be how it is if people, you know, would wash their hands and exactly sanitize, sanitize, and you know. So everybody, hold back a little bit. Get to know the person for a minute. Ask them where they've been. Check them out visually. And, and it's sad because you can't even look and say, "Oh, they don't have they don't have any of the pox, the the blisters. They don't have the blisters, so they don't have it." No, because that can be up to three weeks before right. it shows it. Right. And so you can still get it before somebody doesn't even show pox. There was a report that a doctor in Spain was on the train and saw a man and told went up to tell him, You have monkeypox. And he's like, No, I'm straight. Mm -hmm. And he tried to and he finally said, Stop and they let the people know and the lady's like, I'm not gay, I can't get it and the doctor finally just got off the train. Yeah. But yeah. everybody on that train was now infected by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's much, it seems like it's much more transmittable than, say, COVID. I think you have to have the pustules, but once they're exposed to the air yeah, on the subway. You have to have the pustules, but the pox of it. Yeah, you have to have them. But if you itch, like somebody's itching. Too late. And then they touch the door to get off the bus Too or late. the train. And then you come behind them and you touch it, then boom. Mm-hmm. Monkeypox. Monkeypox. I wish we had a monkey sound right now. I, I really know. want one for next week. I know. I need to find a monkey sound for that. Because unfortunately, I think we're going to keep talking about this mm -hmm. until they can get the vaccine manufacturing ramped up enough. Yes. I mean, first it was the meningitis earlier this year, and now it's monkeypox. It's like... And COVID. Yeah. Stay home. And still going on Find, COVID. Stay home and just like that for a minute. Or just be really cautious of who you're hooking up with. Yeah. Because that's where that's where a lot of the spread of it's coming from. And that's why they say, you know, gay men and stuff. If we're going to police ourselves, you're absolutely right. Then, yeah. And we really do need and to be policing all, ourselves exactly. right now. Exactly. We need to police ourselves, especially like, you know, like I said, and when we're looking at Central Florida, Orange County has the most. Yeah, I know. And, and we, then Miami is right close. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's. <sighs> yeah, it's bad. But something not as bad as Jacob. Jacob. This man who will only be identified as Jacob. 
He called a popular Australian radio show named the Kyle and Jackie O Show, and he explained what happened. His father disowned him for being gay. Then he happens to be on Grinder, and who does he find on Grinder? But he finds a headless torso shot that looked familiar. Oh no! He says, "Hmm." He says. Then he starts looking at the background of the pictures, going, that sort of looks like my parents' house. Oh, no. So then he clicked through the profile. He's like, maybe this is my dad. So him and his, his Can mom. Can you imagine? I know. Can you imagine? His mom and his dad had been together for 27 years. He never had any reason to suspect that his dad was anything but heterosexual and happy. He never saw any signs of a rift between them. But he also has a headless pick on his. So he starts talking to the guy and he messaged him. Oh, no. And he wasn't flirting with him. He was just saying, hey, I like your picture. Where are you from? And then he asked for a picture of his face. And when the guy sent him his face picture, it was his dad. Drag screaming. He's like, I'm very open and forward thinking. I don't care if he's gay. I just don't want him lying to my mom. Oh my God! And to make you know, to make matters worse, like I said in the beginning, did he disclose back who he was? No. Oh no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Ooh, but what that's makes it worse shady. is that his dad was super angry. He didn't want anything to do with Jacob when Jacob came out to his family. That was internal homophobia. Exactly. That's what he says. He says the older closeted men are most often homophobic. You know, and he said that he and his father have gotten back to good terms, but it's taken them a long time. Did he post them on Daddy Hunt? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, so then the listeners, listeners, they wanted Jacob. Different ones. They said, "Hey, Jacob should speak out." One guy said, "My partner had a similar thing happen. His dad had six kids, was a construction manager, and appeared happily happily married." Someone else says, your dad will be happier if he can be true to his real identity, and your mom deserves the chance to be happy, too. Bloop. Another caller said he discovered his dad was gay later in life, that he found gay magazines in the back of his car and followed him after work where he found out what he was doing in the evening. Oh, no. Which means, yes, hooking up, (laughs) public hookups. Followed him to a gay bar. Or, yeah. Yeah, to the bar. Um, And that boy said that he had spoke to his siblings about it and realized that their father has been doing it their whole lives. And they said that they they did sit down with their parents and talk about it, and they just needed to be proud about who they are. But Jacob remained undecided by the end of the segment, although he told Kyle he has no plans to call his dad live on air about the matter. Oh, I would not do that at all. No, no, you because you know the radio show was like, Hey, let's call you. Yeah, I let's would, call your dad. Right I would now. do it. I would be like, Let's call your dad and get him on the phone. That's when a moment of weakness happens that they just capitalize on, right? That was not something for the air, no, or Jerry Springer. But I would do it too. Hey, can we call your dad? Hey, this is Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> we want to speak to you, daddy. <laughs> I would do things like send a picture of one of my toes and see if he could match the carpet to his house. But send a picture of your birthmark. Oh no, that would be too specific. Yeah. <laughs> oh but no, that that's just reason. so creepy. That would be the reason of being so specific. That would be so creepy if I logged on and saw 
that. Oh, I would. I and would then die. recognizing the furniture. It's bad enough when it's friends because you know what room they're in. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. It looks good from that angle. If I had to turn around and, yeah, I'd be like, Dad, is that you? <laughs> That's funny. I don't think I could even. There's just no way. I don't know. I would know, even torso-wise, I would know my dad, you know. Most people, you would know your father if you see them. But it makes you think now, I'm sure now that when he goes on Grinder, he's really looking at every detail in every picture. Oh, my it, gosh, don't tell me my brother's on here, too. His picture is now blacked out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want anybody to recognize me. But I wonder his dad, if his dad's not like, oh, this looks like my son's. (laughs) My son has freckles right there, too. I suppose he could be doing that, but he's just, the dad's probably looking more like a hit it and quit it sort of situation. Yeah, Yeah, of course. And not not thinking his son's on Grindr. (laughs) Well, he knew his son was gay, so I don't know why he wouldn't assume his son was on Grindr. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he wouldn't. He won't recognize it. I will take a picture in our bedroom with just my torso. <laughs> and the sconces that my son bought me. Yes. <laughs> Lord. Hanging on the wall behind me. So Matt Gates. Oh my gosh, this guy is crazy. He's he is a congressional representative. If you're not aware, um, and I believe he's in North Florida, up in the Panhandle. Yeah. Nice to view. Now he's arguing the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. He's saying that LGBTQ people should be against abortion because gay p- couples want to adopt. He said gay men may not have fulfilled lives if women aren't forced to carry babies to terms. <gasps> These people. Now he said that L- he said that we should oppose abortion even in cases of rape so that there'll be more babies for gay couples to adopt. In cases of rape. And what's more likely, he said, a lesbian woman having an unwanted pregnancy as the consequence of a sexual assault or a gay couple adopted in America. What's more likely? That's ridiculous. I am That's offensive on so many levels. Yes. Is it not? I'm like, this is so crazy. It's forced childbirth now. Mm Mm-hmm. And if straight people weren't having babies that they didn't want, then we wouldn't, you know, we have, then we, we're, there's already enough of them that we're adopting. There's already uh, enough just, of them. Uh, yeah. He was questioning the human rights campaign legal director, Sarah Warbelow, at a House Judiciary Committee hearing on the threat to freedom caused by the Supreme Court decision in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, which overturned Roe versus Wade and ended the federal right to an abortion in the U.S. So the while a lot of LGBTQ people, they see reproductive freedom as linked to LGBTQ equality, Gates was trying to argue the opposite. Of course they are. He was trying to show that the number of lesbians who will be forced to carry a baby to term as a result of rape is lower than the number of gay couples who want to adopt. So LGBTQ people should support forced birth. It's not a zero-sum gain. Exactly. It's everybody's supposed to be able to just go forward. Exactly. Exactly. Vote.org. He even came up and said, if a woman is with men and women, then they're bisexual, right? And Warblow said, no, since a bisexual woman can have monogamous relationship or relationships with just one gender and still be bisexual. 
He says, I don't ask this to be dismissive, but you're saying that lesbian women are also capable of being into men? Just so crazy. I mean, it's like, Matt Gates, come on, buddy. Well, they're just pandering to the base with that stuff. Yeah. They're not actually being real. I think he's being real. I think he's really that stupid. Uh, yeah, probably. I really do. Well, I his really little legs will be eaten in a trap soon. Yeah. Word. Well, it's been that time again. This has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour. Remember, life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Seriously. Always fight the good fights and swing first. Remember, we are one human family. Somewhat dysfunctional, but still one human family. I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John. I'm the Elderberry. I love you. I love you. And we will see you next you Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Wash your hands. Mm. Sanitize. We have to get back. I can't believe we have to tell people sanitize more. Sanitize. Try to hold on to it. Just for a day. Don't get that monkey pox. Don't come around me with your I little... don't want no stigma, though. No stigma. Yeah, no stigma. Sanitize.